Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Retro Ad Review. Hi. Yeah. So we're going to uh, look at cars. We are speeding off this beginning of the year. First one after the new year, 2021. Speeding away from the starting line in really fast cars. I I wanted to do some kind of pun, but I didn't. (laughs) This one has... uh, a specific theme of more failures in the industry. Yeah, so we're looking at so, one. Well, we're kind of we're looking at two very famous ones. Uh, ever, actually, they're all kind of famous in a way, but they all have stories behind them. With the last one probably being more of a personal perspective story because there's not much <laughs> of a story behind it. Um, okay, so let's kick off with the very first one. Cool. Cool. The DeLorean. Gullwing doors rise effortlessly, beckoning you inside. The sleek, stainless steel DeLorean. Beautifully crafted for long life. The DeLorean is one of the most awaited automobiles in automotive history. Drive the DeLorean. Live the dream today. Um... Okay, I'm going to quickly, briefly describe what this is. It just shows a DeLorean driving close to a beach, and every few seconds it's intercut with a seagull. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just a DeLorean flying seagull. There's going to be DeLorean driving seagull. DeLorean driving seagull. DeLorean driving seagull. And And it says in some weird basic black font, DeLorean, live the dread. I really love the music in this. It, it's all it all feels it all feels very classic. It all feels like of a of a certain era. So this like, feels this actually feels a bit more 70s-ish than 80s, but yeah, the 70s and the early 80s had and had that voice. Yeah, it had a particular aesthetic and sound and vibe. But I like Yeah, this it wasn't one. as bombastic as the later 80s. Yeah, the later like, 80s got super radical and then the 90s got extreme. And then the 2000s got what would what viral? Would, well, later no, 2000s. Went no, viral. Late, no, no, what did 2000s? Yeah, maybe it is viral. Yeah, In because you started face, getting into like know. 2005. 2005, everything was talking about viral YouTube videos and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe you're right. Anyway, uh, this is the infamous DeLorean, and most people, including ourselves, know about the DeLorean or introduced to the DeLorean through the Back to the Future series. Uh, And everyone, I think everyone in our kind of age range and thereabouts, maybe even younger, have kind of this affinity towards the DeLorean because it's such an interesting car. Um, You know, it was used as a time machine, all this kind of stuff. But (laughs) I think part of the joke behind it was that it was a crap car, right? Like, that's why he picked it. Yeah, like the reason they show the seagull all the time is because, you know, they have wings or whatever. But like, isn't isn't that part of the joke? Like, I didn't I think it is, but I didn't get that joke when I was a kid. I thought I don't I didn't know anything about cars. I still don't know anything about cars. But I think when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's just a cool car. 
it's not really super bad, but it, it ran into a lot of manufacturing problems. But, but this, this is my question: I, is like, is that the joke in Back to the Future that he picked a DeLorean because it was cool, but it wasn't actually that cool? It came out in what eighty three, and the DeLorean eighty five. Okay, I think. Well, anyway, what what what's the story behind it? The car itself is like whatever, but the backstory behind the thing is just more interesting. The guy behind it. I mean, he was a really like like a prodigy engineer at General Motors. Then he was he he rose up to the rank of vice president. Then he had he like fashioned himself like a bombastic personality. He had like really just celebrity friends, and he jet set around the world and work. It's like oh, he's like a cool guy, like like Elon Musk or something. Right. And then he decided to form his own company with DeLorean. And he he went to Belfast, Ireland, Northern Ireland to uh, manufacture the cars because Belfast, Ireland was suffering from like tr- the troubles and stuff. And he thought that the UK government would give him money to 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 empower the impoverished area. Right. OK. And but- it was Belfast is the place where they like assembled the titanic so it has a manufacturing kind of history to a to a degree i guess so then they they hired the people there but let's say you and i live in an impoverished area and then they tell us to manufacture computers mm-hmm. or something it's like or or boat ships it's like do you know about the mechanics of boat ships no <laughs> yeah neither did a lot of people in the town that they they were in so they just hired them oh. To hire them and the government gave them money to uh to do that but with manufacturing problems and problems with design later on the more conservative government cut off funding because it, it just wasn't selling and then yeah. when he he was in new york and the fbi they caught him in a sting operation because he was like he needed to get money private investors for the government to keep funding him so then the FBI set up a sting operation for him. That's and then, weird. And it was basically like, hey, uh, you want to sell cocaine? And he was like, I need the money. Yeah. And then they have it on tape and everything. And they, they arrested him. But he later got off because it was entrapment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they were like, hey, you want to commit a crime? I was like, you're the one that instigated the crime committee. Even after the company died, like they, they brought it back and... There's fans of it, and there's uh, the people like refurbish it and make it to the time machine version. Oh, that's neat. So, like, it has, it's had a, when did it fold? When did the company just end? I think before the movie. Oh, okay. That's short lived. Um, so, check interesting. It out, check it out. Check it out. So, I looked it up. Um, I looked up uh, about uh, why they picked it because, you know, I was just kind of speculating that it was a crap thing. But according to, Okay, so according to kind of like some of the history of Back to the Future, he was trying to uh, bring it back or something like that. No, um, he like they had an idea initially of just the time machine went through like a few variations. So they wanted to be like it was attached to a refrigerator and all this kind of stuff. But the director was kind of pretty much just said, "No, I don't want kids going to refrigerators, stuff like that." And also, a time what machine. Was that '80s refrigerator thing? I don't know. Like, I think there were a lot of '50s refrigerators that latched, and I think there may have I been s- one actual was, case, and then it turned into like this explosion of moral panic. I like, saw in Punky Brewster, the GI Joe, um, the more you know stuff. Oh my god! And like a lot of things are like 
don't get stuck in the fridge. Yeah, then, I remember in Punky Brewster, there was like that meltdown. Like, no, I can't remember the little girl's name, the one with the headband. And yeah, they, uh, they Cherry or something like that. I can't. Cherry. Wow. Like, anyway, uh, yeah, they, they kind of like panicked. And then I think they kind of carried this whole kind of joke forward when, um, it, do you remember in the fourth Indiana Jones, the much maligned fourth one, he escapes a nuclear blast by being in, like jumping into, you know, a 50s fridge. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so so back to the Survivor nuclear blast. It became defunct in 1982. So it lasted like two years? No, it, it was like begun in like 75 or something. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's a while. Like, I mean, it's not a while, but you understand seven years, but okay. So, right. To go back to this, um, go back to back to the future. He didn't want people getting into fridges and stuff like that. So they picked the DeLorean because of it looking like an alien spaceship due to the gullwing doors. So the doors were kind of this weird. Yeah. The, you know, the seagull. Oh, the gullwing. Yeah. The gull wings, they initially had a problem like uh, reaching up to get it. So they had to put straps at the edge. What? <laughs> the whole thing sounded like a logistical mess. Also, I think the engine was bad. I think there it was, was in the back. So yeah. most of the, the weight for turning and driving and stuff was in the back. Yeah. So it was so, so it was a bad like it was poorly designed in a number of ways. So it was a Northern Irish car. <laughs> all manufactured there was no yeah I, i'm i'm surprised by that i was unaware that that was actually what had uh kind of happened with it but um but anyway it's famous and it kind of is beloved by all for its feature in back to the future which continues to be beloved so, by all so wait it was in back to the future but the company was defunct before so they they had a deal to put it in the movie before or something like that I'm guessing uh, so. Well, when did so Back to the Future came out in nineteen? Yeah, they probably they must have. It wasn't uh, like it became defunct, defunct at that stage, but it was probably. No, I kind of limped along. And- probably already on its last legs, and this was probably a good opportunity for them. So they probably cut a deal with them, but it wasn't enough to save them. I kind of limped along into what nineteen ninety when the last movie was there. Oh yeah, the sh- the cartoon show was the last part of the franchise that ever did anything. What yeah, year was that? Uh, 91 90... to 94 or 3? 92, I want to say. Um, I just a... And then they made the train. So then, you know, that was the end. As uh, far as the commercial goes, nice, peaceful, 70s, breezy seagull commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great car. <laughs> it drives. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next one. So we're jumping forward about what, like 20 years for this one? Wait, 1981 to 2001. 2001. No, 2000. Wait, let me count on my fingers. One, two, three. That's enough. All right, we're going to play the commercial now. All right. 
voicemails, right emails. I can't possibly be the only one. I make the most of my free time. It's all about I'm not afraid of hard work. Quite the opposite. I'm all about working hard, standing out, and playing large. Meet the 2001 Aztec from Pontiac. Coming summer 2000. Yeah, so that's awful. Um, all right, so I'll briefly describe the commercial. Um, it just shows a bunch of words about a bunch of people talking. And is, and when you're listening to this, it's just really upsetting to the ear because it's too many words and noises. I hate it. So anyway, it just kind of is people, words of people describing the Pontiac Aztec. And then um, it cuts to a fisheye lens view of various cuts of the Pontiac Aztec. But you never really see it. It's just really sharply, like everything they do feels- around the Aztec is fisheye lens. And then you see just a snippet of it. And then you see just a snippet of it. And even when they show it kind of in full, it's still in that fisheye lens view. And then it shows a ripple. So, I mean, it says coming summer 2000. So it's probably a teaser. But even so, it's you don't really get a good image of what the hell this thing is yeah it feels very early 2000s actually you know feels like the matrix uh, the early 2000s <laughs> late 90s early 2000s with the, the whole, yeah that funky like edm music or whatever the heck it is like future sounding but not really that yeah. future and then um the fisheye lens mostly it's like oh look at the 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 erratic hectic look of this whole thing yeah it's it's just and it's also aztec.pontiac.com so you know they started incorporating the internet into this what is with the beginning though it's a bunch of words floating in that says it's quite possibly the most versatile vehicle on the planet but why does it have all those words i think it says to stick out right at the end toward the end it says like so I can stick out or something like that? Yeah, it's just jumbling a bunch of people's words together. And then it's selecting each of those words to say it's possibly the most versatile vehicle on the planet. So that's what's kind of happening with that. So I, I don't really understand it. Like, I don't understand why they have a bunch of people chatting and then they show us this Pontiac thing. But like I was saying, you chose this for a particular reason. Like, this is kind of infamous as well, isn't it? Yeah, and it probably explains why they have the fisheye lens. It is declared one of the ugliest cars in <clears throat> the automotive history. Even uglier than that cube one? What was the name? What was that one? I think it was like the cube. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Go on. I don't know. But I wasn't really paying attention to anything back when the early 2000s. So like... I would have said this looks like a mom car. It, it looks like a weird SUV mid-sized hybrid. Yeah. And uh, it was released by Pontiac, which was a division of General Motors. But the Aztec was, uh, it sold pretty low. Uh, the Pontiac was finally closed in 2010. And they stopped selling the Aztec, uh, the Aztec by 2005. So did the Aztec 
do you have something to do with that? I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's it's low sales helped like help General Motors like lose faith in Pontiac. Oh, uh, okay. I see. They eventually closed it down. Wow. There's a joke that says that it was so ugly it killed an 84-year company. <laughs> but, uh, like I wasn't paying attention to anything back then, and now it kind of looks like a. Uh, it kind of looks like other square car things. Yeah, it looks like that guys. cube thing. What is the name PT of that cruiser car? Are you talking about? No, not the PTQ cruiser, which was a different. But Actually, that's another one that had a bit of a disaster. Another bad ad existence. thing is that the car doesn't look cool. It looks like a weird box, and its face. They said they didn't like its face. It looked like some sort of bucktooth lion with two eyes because it had like two <laughs> headlights. It look, they said it looked like a, a bad kitchen appliance animal attacking you. Oh, God. It's, then, it's, um, it's ugly. It's definitely an ugly car, and I can't I, get on board with know, any of the other not, box cars. Like, if you show me something that's, wow, that's really weird looking. This doesn't look too weird. I guess because I got kind of used to the, the box cars after that. Actually, yeah, because maybe we're talking about it, it in a, a separate a, time. Maybe it was a bad trendsetter. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because I actually still think the box cars that we see in existence right now or in recent history are ugly. They're not good. They're they're visually ugly. So that's how I feel about that. So the I thing- think this could have been a bit ahead of its time. And I think even looking at it, it's not an appealing car. It, it got decent reviews for uh, its interior and its performance, but... <laughs> Which is the thing that you want, want to buy a car for, but like aesthetic is now a huge thing. Well, it is a huge thing. You but want your it, car to look nice. It featured in Breaking Bad. Oh, I didn't know that. When? Yeah. And now people, well, that came out in like 2009. <gasps> it was Breaking Bad that old? Yeah. <gasps> and then um, I think it's gotten like reappraisal with, I don't know actors or something yeah well um i think but another bad ad thing is that when it was rolled out at the automotive show they had like a late 90s early 2000s mosh pit with signs oh, no. like, car is rad or or oh yeah or something like that and then the the head guy who's presenting he jumped into the mosh pit and the car like if it looks cool and rad like a freaking race car i'd be like okay that's cool it's a mosh pit. It looks like, like a minivan. <laughs> minivan. And they're like, yeah. That's bad. So they didn't know what angle they were going. Well, actually, you know, based on this kind of teaser ad, it looks a little bit like, you know, we were talking about that noise, like Matrix cool style. So maybe that was yeah. their angle, but that looks like a minivan. Like it's it's ugly, but it's an ugly minivan. But like, if it's useful for you know soccer moms that kind of thing, then maybe it could work. But like, no young person is going to buy this. It's it's hideous. <laughs> okay, uh, so that, that makes sense to me uh, now. Uh, how badly it did. That was that was they were trying just to bad uh, marketing. Then they were also stuck in a perception that they did rehash the same tired formula. They were like, you got to do something new. And then they tried something new and didn't and it did not do well at all. Okay, so controversial Aztec. We're gonna move Hot take, on. I think it's very pretty. So we're gonna move on to the final of our batch. And it is <laughs> all right, let's just I'm just gonna go for it. 
We wish you a happy Honda Day. We wish you a happy Honda Day. We wish you a happy Honda Day for a happier Tis the time to see the 2006 Honda Pilot. It's spacious, it's comfortable, and even better, it's the most fuel-efficient eight-passenger SUV. Don't wait too long. Lease a Honda Pilot for $259 a month with a total drive-off of $1,500 for well-qualified customers. Happy Honda Days! One guy sounded a little flat. Actually, I don't know. Um, so in this commercial just shows like five cowboy looking people, um, people that are probably on like a farm of some they had like a reindeer, right? Yeah. And it's snowy and they just hear carolers oh, and they open the doors to their barn. And then it's a bunch of carolers singing happy I, Honda days. I like the guy's, I like the guy's face at the beginning. He's like, what what are you doing in here and then they just sing along yeah then they kind of happy like why are these carolers in here singing and then everybody's kind of happy i like his nice. face how he did that it wasn't like what the heck are you doing he's like just like what he's just puzzled and oh, perplexed yeah. <laughs> he's perplexed he's like what's happening um he's it's in, not you know he's yeah he's he's confused so happy honda day so we're ever so slightly late but Either way, this one's actually a good one. So for Happy Honda Days, it's uh, there's not much info on this. I think Happy Honda Days came into being in two in the 2004, 2005, this kind of era. So what we're watching right now is probably kind of the first instance of Happy Honda Days, um, which very clever holidays, Honda Days. It works. It actually does work. So having these people kind of. seeing that, I mean, it works just enough. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're putting it for the holidays if it's you know, yeah, and and um, and you know they get carolers to sing it. So I think this is kind of the first. This is a commercial from the first batch of ever discussing Happy Honda Days. What makes Happy Honda Days funny is that it's also it's become part of a meme related to the greater car uh, sales and Christmas winter push. Which all begins with the Toyota Thon. So it's typically like, the Toyota, the Toyota Thon versus Happy Honda Days. So you know so, how there's always this discussion of the war on Christmas. So, so you get a present at the end of the year. It's a car, right? Yeah. So there's a number of issues with like there's a number of kind of jokes when it comes to the like the car for Christmas. So there's the giant bow. So. Over Christmas, you constantly see commercials about buying a new car, but buying it as a gift. And then outside of the car, you know, it's a man and a woman and then the woman or the man, whatever it is, they open the door and it's a car, a brand new, like brand new BMW or something. How much would that cost? I don't know. I have no concept of how much cars cost. Um, But anyway, the bus and the bike, they have them. They put a bow on it. And it's this massive bow. So there's always this joke of like, where do you buy these massive bows? Do you get them when you spend that much on a car during Christmas time? I kind of wonder if you I do. See, I don't know where I you source that, these bows. I see that more in um, like the showroom areas when you pass by with the oh, with yeah. your own car yeah. pass places or in the local sellers. Yeah. Because the local uh, people, I don't see like, hey, look, big bow and. I guess because they had to be bigger and louder. They're like, oh, look, get it for Christmas. And it's like wrapped in a giant bow. Yeah. I mean, it makes kind of sense because like 
you have to like it, it's a gift and what are you doing again you can't put it in a gift bag you can't put it in like this like having a giant bow on it is actually but, visually kind of makes sense but, but in practice you're like how are all of these people getting these giant bows who the hell is buying an actual full-blown car for someone for for christmas just like because you know they're selling it some to of them, everybody some of them do look like really rich people living in a snowy cabin somewhere yeah so so but, but here's are their 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 winter house i guess here's kind of the point like you're being told on television to buy a car right yeah. um and you know television spots just are broad broad adverts like it's going to everybody within that potential demographic so if you're watching at 8 p.m it could be you know 18 to 35 that kind of grouping yeah. who's watching i don't know housewives or something I, like that so they are, to, have a certain I, income so, so they, they, they do target that, ads to a particular point but i, I used to what I'm to that when i was a kid because we watched a cartoon block and showed the cartoon stuff now it's still doing homework so by the time it was like midday of fire they had like the car commercials and then they'd have the the whatever else night commercials and stuff for the most part cars are kind of car ads are not particularly targeted to one group like they don't just go we're only going to put it on on the expensive channel or something like that they'll pick an expensive time slot super bowl i don't know or 7 p.m on nbc everywhere and that's so that everybody can see it so tons of people are seeing by this car but tons of people you know can't afford it in that sense so it's just really funny the way that they've kind of chosen the direction of it because I guess they say the deal then. And like, I think, yeah. They, you they can't say, afford it right now. Here's the deal, how we're going to pay. So I think that's what everybody makes fun Zero of. Finances. It's just kind of this commercial is going out to the broad masses. What they're showing me is a man buying a woman a car and putting a giant bow on it with the giant bow being the like exaggerated foolishness of this entire endeavor. Like, like <laughs> where, that's do why you, this, where do you get this giant bow? That's why how this did, guy in the commercial just has a horse <laughs> yeah so so the, one of the other things with that is that like how did a person buy an entire car without consulting their wife like or their loved one or whatever it is and how did they get it over with a giant boat like all of this stuff so it's just kind of the absurdity of it which makes it funny so then as this rolls as, into toyotathon and happy Hanukkah. as far as this commercial goes like i'm surprised they didn't show the car within the commercial like in the barn or anything it's well that, that's the point the it point just shows the it in the, the 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 presentation turning table thing the point like, of this oh, commercial oh, oh. wasn't about a single car it was about you know yeah but you could have one there to represent it with the bow maybe <laughs> they, i think they probably did it later but i guess what the thing is here is that it's the carolers singing happy honda days that's kind of the central focus for this kind of campaign meanwhile i think if you watch happy honda days now like you'll see a bunch of like you'll see yeah, the car if, featured more if you have it on silence or something you're like what is this until the car pops out so like, yeah but it's like 30 seconds so it's not too bad like i don't Okay, this is something from 2005, and we're still thinking about Happy Honda Days. So I think it's a fairly successful. Um, I find campaign. it a little more annoying. Oh yeah, it's definitely annoying. Successful, yeah, but more annoying. So I guess to kind of cap off this particular thing, what I was saying at the outset is that Toyotathon and Happy Honda Days are kind of two like surrogate jokes for the war on Christmas. So you can't say Merry <laughs> Christmas anymore. So the joke ends up being like, 
you can't say Toyota-thon or you can't say happy Honda days anymore to people. Or, you know, if I'm going to say someone was, does Hanukkah, Christmas and Toyota-thon all overlap this year. So it's just part of this like stupid joke. And I think people do enjoy happy Honda days as a kind of a running gag, just kind of a dumb thing to kind of mention. That's um, why I celebrate Ford truck month. <laughs> Ford country. And then uh, to celebrate Ford Truck Month, I get a ton of uh, cement blocks and throw them into my and drop them from a crane into my uh, back load. <laughs> I don't even know the commercial you're referencing. All right. So let's just jump into the show how strong my, my pickup is. Let's rate these. Okay. All right. Okay, so we have DeLorean, Aztec, and Happy Honda Days. Which one is least favorite of the bunch? Ooh, this is kind of tough. As far as... I think this one's a little harder because of the cars. Yeah, yeah. As far as the ads go, let me see. Pontiac, Happy Honda, and... Uh, I'm going to go with Happy Honda. Okay. Because as non-car as it is with the dumb carolers it it gets in your head and apparently it's stuck around this long so it's good (laughs) but at the end it's like okay there's a car and here's the deal and da 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 the carolers are sweet but it it explains to you what it is i think mine is the pontiac aztec because i can only see snippets of a car i think this may be a teaser ad so that might be its point but just from me watching it the initial the kind of intro with all of the chatter happening at once is really really grating it's not nice yeah um so it kicks off on an awful tone personally for me and i think a lot of people probably feel that way when you hear just a lot of words overlapping each other and then you just see cool car and it's so like from to my perspective today it's really really dated but not in a in a nice way like the delorean for me um so it's I think that one's the worst one. It's trying to be too cool and it's not landing, especially when I can see that it, it's a minivan. Yeah, Happy Honda Days for me. <laughs> Which, it's a little too basic. So for me, my second one is Happy Honda Days because I, I like, this is pretty much just what I was saying before. I feel like the Happy Honda Days piece, it's very cheery. It's obviously been done during the Christmas period. So people are expecting kind of that caroler element. And I think, during that Christmas winter time, you get more playful commercials. So this is kind of a more playful rather than kind of straightforward. Here's our car and here's what it does. I mean, they still add that in and that's kind that that's useful. But I think as a campaign, it, 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 it works. It's nice. It's funny. It's, it's unusual. And I think that kind of grabs your attention. So I think that's what makes it, that's why it would be the second for me. For me, it would be the Aztec does have nostalgia for me and it does grab my attention a little more than there is no car. And then we tell you the car. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what it's about. But the one that sticks out at the end says, oh, I'm going to stick out or something. It shows all the cool fisheye thing with the trunk and the removable cup holder and all that. Yeah. So I... I, it sticks in my memory more, even though I couldn't see what the car looked like. That's why it sticks. It's very Gabo. From- Gabo. <laughs> Sorry, it isn't. But it made me think of that. Gabo. 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 
Did you see that? Yeah. What's Gabbo? I figure it's some guy's name. Some guy named Gabbo. Um, okay, so that means the top one for both of us is the DeLorean. So I can explain why I like the DeLorean, and I'm going to chalk a lot of that up to um, nostalgia, even though I wasn't yeah. there for it. Me too. <laughs> it's just... I think it's kind of this classic look. It's 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 weirdly refreshing for me because I don't see this style of commercial as much, I guess. I don't know. Um, I like the voice. Calming. Yeah, I like the voice. It's calming. The bird thing I just find really funny. I think it's kind of a crummy commercial, but like it's I don't know. It's just kind of interesting to see it. And when you see the kind of the DeLorean like taking that curve it doesn't take it tightly it looks like it's gonna fall over so there's a lot of stuff going against it but that just makes it charming for me (laughs) yeah me too it is the same thing because it feels like a like a asmr radio ad (laughs) because it is nostalgia for me like i said with the honda days it's basic but it's too basic this one's basic but it's showing you the product how it turns and has open doors like a seagull (laughs) but that voice it just it was always like in those like 70s ads yeah i mean it could be a very different it could be a different guy but it was probably the same like three guys it's kind of like a movie voice isn't it the early like you could hear that in like a horror movie from like the 70s like oh the most terrifying thing ever and then he could go on to the next thing like this is the best car four-wheel drive or whatever the heck yeah and it was always very functional these commercials it would show maybe like a panther or something and then just say this car is like a panther for its you know i don't know whatever engine that kind of stuff at at what point did it stop being so descriptive because this still feels radio to me but then later on, they they like talk to you like uh, I think the like Jeff Goldblum. Were... Remember that stuff? What's your email address? What's your email address? Hey, everybody, I'll email you. I think the yeah, 80s is, is when the transition properly happened. And you can kind of see it in some of the commercials. And I think it was probably headed up by, you know, established brands like McDonald's and Nike and things like that. I think those brands are the ones that started making it into more of a fun different like a different it took a different tone so yeah. there's there's probably like markers in it for those periods but i would say that i mean car commercials are still really descriptive but it's not as descriptive as to. it used to be what else are you gonna say other than showing it you can't rely on all that because everything's inside the engine and the wheels and everything you have to describe it yeah so i think it that's why they really still good. do Ooh. it but it, i think people got kind of tired of that so they started using different kind of angles for it okay so of these commercials which one would you make a purchase from is that the right grammar it isn't but whatever you get it i guess would also be the aztec ew because it did show a lot of what it could do even though you could barely see it oh i'm gonna go on a hike so i'm gonna get my soda and put it in the back and i'm gonna drive and I'm going to do this and that. But like the other ones so are a little bit like, okay, the DeLorean can open its wings and drive. And Happy Honda is just 
opening yeah to so i think we can agree on the honda like maybe they have a deal i don't know but I, I don't really know what's going on with that i think i would probably pick the delorean just because it's so normal and descriptive and i probably would have potentially if i had money i probably would have fallen for the gimmick of these stupid doors like can you imagine being like you have to be in a parking lot that allows for that like you have to park away from everyone to be able to do that like it's 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 the stupidest concept <laughs> but whatever um i think i would go for that because it also describes the car like what it's doing i can see when it's driving you know so i think uh, that's why i guess just yeah. a little for me the other one shows not, drive and do other stuff i'm not great with cars so i can't really give it, like <laughs> i'm just day. you know i'm just joe schmo you show me a commercial and i might be like yeah Maybe I'll get well, that. So of these, most, I think that's the only one that I could possibly go for. I guess more average Joe Schmoes would know a little more about cars. Maybe, yeah. Okay, so I'm <laughs> below average Joe Schmo. Thanks. Below okay. average Jane. Okay, so I think that's it. So we've watched all of them. Um, Ready? Cool. Which were your favorite? Which was yours? Tell us in the comments below. Um. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining in today's chat um we're um we're done go away <laughs> Sorry. we're driving off into the I, sunset i kind of got lost for which car which of these three are we driving off in i don't know you're taking the aztec and i'm taking the delorean maybe i'll go to the future flying away. <laughs> um cool well if you enjoyed us all right Make sure to subscribe to us on all your favorite podcasting networks and then follow us on Retro Ad Review, just as it sounds, just spelled that way, on Facebook and Instagram, where you can comment and talk to us there. We're very active. Um, and I think that's it. So we'll talk in the coming days. Um, we'll drop another uh, podcast. So thanks for listening. And we'll, you'll hear from us soon. Bye. <laughs>